Father, we, we pray in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. The name that is above all name. And we pray, Father, for your fresh anointing in this place. Also, Father, I thank you for this opportunity to share the word of God together, Father. Thank you for your goodness, your faithfulness, and for your holy presence among us, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for giving us salvation. Thank you, Father, for this full salvation in Jesus Christ. And also, Father, we are asking right now for revelation and understanding of the word. Father, show us, Father, things that we have not seen. Awake your church today. Father, show us if you have been having a door closed to any area of our life. Because you want to open, open up our lives to receive from you, Father. By your grace, we will not be just be hearers, but be doers of the word. We don't want to be just listeners, but doers, obeying, Father. Help us, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Where is the PowerPoint, please? No? Okay. <laughs> Today we are going to speak about we are going to keep talking about what we started last week <clears throat> okay my brothers would you like to ask like full attention no walking because we want to give to God's full attention amen in order for us not to get distracted are you with me are you with me Amen. And, and today's word is, today's message is, extraordinary things really happen when the church prays. And this is the part two of this message. I started last week speaking about prayer, and today I'm going to finish, finish this, this preaching message about prayer. And when I speak about uh, prayer, I get very excited about it. Because I have seen many miracles happening as a result. Okay, <laughs> so many pictures. <laughs> I have seen many miracles as a result of my prayers. And also as a result of the church prayers. Many. I could start talking right now about miracles that really happened just because we started praying, crying out before God. And many people don't know how powerful it is when you pray in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Many miracles happened instantly. I just prayed and miracles happened. As soon as I finished praying, but also many miracles happened months ago, years ago, as I persevering praying for things. And I want to read right now the verse in the Bible, some verse, the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 12. 1 to 8, then 11, 12. Okay, be connected, please, in Jesus' name. Verse 1, Acts, verse 12, chapter 12, verse 1 says, 
About that time, King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church. He had the apostle James, John's brother, killed with a sword. Verse 3. When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish people, <laughs> he also arrested Peter. This took place during the Passover celebration. Verse 4. Then he imprisoned him placed him under the guard of four squads or 16 soldiers and Herod intended to bring Peter out of for public trial after the Passover verse 5 let's read together verse 5 Peter was in prison but the church prayed very earnestly for him. Let's read again. Peter was in prison, but the church prayed very earnestly for him. Verse 6. The night before, Peter was to be placed on trial. He was asleep, fastened, with two chains between two soldiers and other stood guard at the prison gate verse 7 suddenly there was a bright light in the cell and one angel of the Lord stood before Peter the angel struck him on the side to awake him because he was sleeping and said quick Peter get up and the chains fell off his wrists hallelujah 11 verse 11 12 now Peter finally came to his sense because he thought it was a dream <laughs> finally came to his sense it is really true, he said. And the Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from what the Jewish leader had planned to do to me. Verse 12. When he realized this, he went to home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, where many people were eating some barbecue. Ah! Are you with me? Then he went to, to the home of Mary Maud of John Mark, where many people were gathered drinking some tea. Ah! Many people were gathered for prayer. My brothers, last week, last week's message was extraordinary things happen when, we, when the church prays. And it's, it's what I'm talking about. You don't know the power that the church have when they pray together. When we are all together, gathered, praying. And the church in Ireland and many parts of the world need a revival. Do you believe that? And God wants to use each one of us to prepare the way for a mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit over Ireland. If you don't know. And it's truly a time to cry out to the Lord and become man and woman of fervent prayer because we need God's intervention in our church, cities, and nation. It is time for you to become a man of prayer. It is time for you to become a woman of prayer. 
Because our church, our nation, our town are going to be totally changed and transformed. Amen? Look to the person next to you and say, God is calling you for prayer. Amen? And last week, last week, also I started, I started off with some question. Did you remember about prayer? That some question that normally the people ask me about prayer. And the first thing that normally the people ask me, the people say, if God knows all things, and even what he himself is going to do, why should we take time to pray? Why? Second question, the people always ask, is God not sovereign? Or is not God in the control? If he is all-powerful, doesn't that mean he accomplishes what he wants when he wants it? If so, why? We, ha we have to pray. And also the le last question that I asked le last week was, is God's will for a Christian automatically guaranteed? No, my brothers. God's will is not automatically guaranteed. God's will is manifest on earth through our prayers. Do you, did you remember? God's will is manifested here through your prayers, through my prayers. And I want to just to remind you some things about what I have said. God created Adam and gave him authority to man and made him a ruler, the manager or the governor of the earth. Or God created everything and said, man, you are in the control of this earth. And if you look, why there are so much injustice on earth? Why there are so many evil things happening every day? Why? Is it, is it because of God? Hmm. Yeah. But I'm going to take it easy. <laughs> I cannot say that. <laughs> but my brother is the same like... Uh, if someone give you authority to take care of some house, you are in charge of that house. Like when you rent a house, this house can be totally clean, organized, tied up, or it can be a mess. Depend how do you manage your house. And why this world is destroyed? So many people suffering. Children being aborted, children suffering, some a lot of place with famine. My brothers, the world produces food for everybody. The problem is man is so selfish. And this is the reason that many people they are in famine, they are in needs, not because of God. It's all because of God created this earth and gave it to man, authority to manage. Amen? And also God works and moves on this earth only through prayer. God works and moves on this earth only through prayer. This is it's how it works. If you do not pray, things are not going to happen. Because it's not automatically. And many people used to say, Pastor, don't worry. <laughs> God is in control. H have you heard that? Don't worry. God is in the control. My, my brother, I, I want to say to you, if you prayed... If you fasted, okay, gods are going to do. 
But if you do not pray, if you don't pray, don't wait something to happen. Because everything that's going to happen in this earth are going to happen because of your cooperation with God. For example, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. 1 Timothy, because God's work with cooperation. I have a question. Is God's will that everybody... Uh, that everybody can be saved. Exactly, look. First Timothy 2.4 God desires our men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. It's God's will, my brother, that everybody can be saved. But only Man only gets saved when they believe in God for salvation and when you and me preach the gospel in order for them to be saved. It's not automatic. Oh, it's because it's God's will and God's going to do. No, it's God's will, but God has a principle and He determined that we. Everything that's going to do here on earth is through me and through you. Amen? Look to the person next to you and say, God counts on you. Yeah, God, God is counting on you. And many things, my brothers, in my life, in your life, are, are tied to God's condition will. So things happen and things don't happen based on God's decision, but also on our cooperation with Him. It's His will, but we need to cooperate. It's God's will to bring His kingdom on earth. But He said, pray, may your kingdom come and your will be done. It's His will, but you have to pray. If you don't pray, his kingdom don't come. Why we are going to the streets on, on some part parade? Pray and declare, may your kingdom come and your will be done. If you stay at home, my brother, nothing is going to happen. God determined that what he does on earth and in your life and my life is conditioned by the absence or presence of prayer. Everything God determined. Everything that happened in my life, in our life, and even on earth is conditioned by the absence or the presence of your, our prayers. If we pray, the things are going to happen. If we, are, we do not pray, nothing is going to happen. God's will only act on this earth in response to our prayers. I'm going to say again. God's will only act on this earth in response to our prayers. Could you tell to the person next to you that? God's will only act on this earth in response to your prayers. Because sometimes I used to, don't worry, pastor. Don't worry. God is in control. I have listened to that many times. Everything is going to be well. Everything is going to be fine. Okay, but why? Just because God loves me. God loves every one of us. But... In order for God's will to be done here, we need to preach the gospel, you need to teach people, you need to make disciples. Amen? Let's go to the, the, uh, the book of Acts again, the, the, that we read about Peter that was delivered, and the apostle James that was killed. Did you remember? Two things happened there. We read. 
One of them was the apostle James. He was killed. A man of God was killed. And another man of God, another apostle, was set free from prison. Studying this, all those verse, we can see two different situations in this, all this verse we read. The, John's brother, or the apostle James, was killed by Herod, but Peter is miraculously delivered from prison and from death. Why was Peter de de delivered from prison? Why was Peter delivered from death? My brothers, the Bible don't say that James, James was in the prison and the church started praying for him. Don't say, read again at home, please. Read again at home. The Bible says James was put into prison and he was one of the main apostles, the great apostle, James, and he was put into prison. What I can read is, maybe the church started thinking, wow, James is a man of God. James is a powerful apostle. James is a good preacher. <laughs> He's going to get out of there. God's going to deliver him, they thought. And what happened with him? Was killed. <gasps> Then, my brothers, please read at home, you are going to see that. He was killed. Then the church wake up and said, wow, no, no. James, our apostle, our pastor, he passed away. He was murdered. He was killed. And now the Bible says Herod was so happy because he killed James, then he put Peter in prison to kill him also. But what happened? The church, oh, wow, we lost one of our pastors. We are not going to lose another one. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. And the, and the Bible says, look, let's read verse 5. But while Peter was in prison, but the church prayed very earnestly not just said oh father protect Peter oh bless Peter in Jesus name no the Bible says the church all the church the body of Christ started praying and say earnestly earnestly means fervently with all their hearts maybe they said father we didn't pray for James. If we had prayed for James, he was alive and here. But please protect, protect Peter. <laughs> Verse 12 says the same. When he realized this, he went to home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, where many people were gathered for prayer. When Peter was released, <laughs> and when he, when he was released, he thought he was dreaming. <laughs> Think you are in prison, and suddenly you are sleeping, and suddenly someone touch you, psh, psh. and you wake up, one angel, stand up, let's go. Follow me. <laughs> Did you remember that there was 16 guards and also two guards beside of Peter? Did you remember? But all the guards become blind, didn't see anything. And the angel said, let's go, let's go. Then when he, 
when he get out of the prison, then he went to the home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, and and he and and he knocked the door. Open the door. When he entered there, they were having barbecue, eating and drinking Coca-Cola. Yeah? They were praying, praying before God. Man, God is calling you for prayer. Many of your defeat in your life is not because of God. Is lack of prayer. Okay? Many of our defeat, and many people say, oh, it's God's will. Man, it's not God's will. It's lack of prayer. You don't use the authority that God gave you. As Erica said, sometimes we are lazy for prayer. And because we do not pray, we do not see many miracles anymore. My brothers, I'm not better than you. No. I am a man like you. And sometimes I am in troubles. Sometimes I am suffering. Sometimes I am in pain. Sometimes I have pain like you have pain. But I go to God and say, God, heal me. Sometimes I am in trouble. Most of you knows. Years ago, I applied for my citizenship. Twice, and I was denied. And I said, God, I am here to preach the gospel, Father. And, and now they don't allow me to stay here. And they sent me a letter saying, you have to, 120 days to get out, to go to your home, to go back to Brazil. And man, that day for me, it was the terrible day of my life. But I, I went to God's presence. I spent two hours praying. Two hours. I remember as today. And when I was praying, I, suddenly I opened my eyes and I see one angel coming. And he stood in, 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 my, uh, in the air, in my back garden. And I saw this angel. And I, and I asked God, God, what means this angel? And I just asked, but in silence. And the angel was, uh, I think, three or four meters far from me. And, and the only thing the angel did, the angel smiled at me and showed me two red passports. When I saw, I said, wow. I, I understood. I, I had the letter stating that I had to go back to Brazil. But God came and said, you are not going to go back to Brazil, but I'm going to give you the red passport, and you're going to be one Irish person. And what happened? After that, that time, the law of Ireland changed. And because the law changed, I could apply again. And I applied again, then I was granted. And the miracle happened. But... You don't know how I was suffering that time. It was a difficult time for me. Because I came from Brazil with a word of God. But when I was here, everything was wrong. Please don't look your circumstances. Okay? Doesn't matter if you are suffering, if you are in pain, if you feel destroyed. Just pray. Wonderful things happen. When we pray. Amen. Look to the person next to you and say, I think God's calling you to pray more. <laughs> I think. <laughs> because extraordinary things really happen when the church pray and fasts. Amen. If you, if you don't remember, weeks ago... I preached about what? Weeks ago. Three, four weeks ago. I was preaching about what? Fasting. Fasting. The power of fasting. And now I am preaching about what? 
the power of prayer. Did you remember when Jesus' disciples could not drive out the demons? And Jesus said, this kind of evil problems just can solve it through fasting and prayer. We learned about fasting and now we are learning about prayer. And if you use both together, the things are going to be changed in your life. Because Jesus said, this kind of trouble, this kind of problem is satanic. The devil is holding. Keep fasting and you are going to see the miracle. But not just fasting, by praying. Fasting and praying, fasting and praying. It's a powerful thing in your life. Is there anything in your life that needs to be changed or transformed? Do you need a miracle? Fast and pray. Amen? Because, my brothers, Daniel prayed and fasted for 21 days. And what happened after 21 days? What happened after 21 days? Huh? Yes, thank you. One angel came from heaven. <laughs> One angel, my brother, came from heaven. Why? Because they are not doing barbecue. They are not just drinking tea and drinking tea and enjoying life. He said, I'm going to fast. I'm going to give my best. I'm going to spend my time in prayer. Seek my Lord. And in 21 days, one angel came and said, You, Daniel, beloved man, I came in response of your prayers. When you pray, when you fast, you are going to... To see God's moving and extraordinary things are going to happen in your life. Why we are not seeing miracles anymore? Try to, to fast, to pray, to have a life of fast. I thank God, my brothers, because many people in this church, not most, but many people, they are fasting. I know people who started fasting in the 20 days and they didn't stop yet. Didn't stop yet. I know people. They are fasting. <laughs> I, am, I am teaching not for, just for you to know different things. I am teaching you for you to put it in practice. Because the Bible says if we are just listening but not doers of the word of God. Our house are going to be dismantled or destroyed. Because and also... Daniel fasted and prayed for 21 days, and God sent one angel. The earlier church, <laughs> the Bible don't say, but I, I am sure they were fasting also. Because for God to send one angel to release Peter from that prison, <laughs> they were fasting also. Because they were gathered in the house, maybe not eating, not drinking, praying, and seeking God. About this, I want to read some verse. Please, let's read Ephesians 6.12. I want to talk about this spiritual war that many Christians, they, like, they don't believe like in this battle. Let's read. Ephesians 6.12 says... For our struggle or our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Your battle, your struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against people. Please stop fighting against people. Stop fighting. Because your fight is not against them. Fight against the one who is driving his mind. 
and you are going to see miracles. Amen? Your fight is not against people, but against the spiritual forces of the evil. Do you understand what's that? <laughs> your fight is not against people. Look to someone and say, your fight is not against people. It's, con it's against demons, against the power of the darkness. Let's read Ephesians 6, 6, 6 18 now. It says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people okay praying the spirit in all occasions with all kinds of prayer and request and this be alert why you should be alert my, my brothers and always keep on praying for the Lord's people why? You have to pray for the Lord's people. Why? If God's in control. <laughs> Why do you have to pray if God's in control? Why do you have to pray? The Bible says for you to pray if God's are going to do His will. Let's go. 1 Peter 5 verse 8. Now, 1 Peter 5 verse 8 says... Be alert. Be vigilant. Let's read together. Be alert. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, your neighbor, <laughs> your co-worker, yes, your co-worker, or the, your classmate, no, be alert, vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. <laughs> Be alert, vigilant. My brothers, please stop fighting against people. Stop. You are going just to destroy your life. Love people. Love your enemy. Pray for them. Pray for the injustice. Amen? 2 Corinthians 2.11. Because we need to understand this fight. Because some Christians, they, they are in the playground. Just enjoying life. 2 Corinthians 2.11 says. Let's read together. List Satan should get one advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices Man, the Bible says that Satan can get an advantage against you and also you cannot be ignorant you know what is ignorant some people say, no, don't worry. God is, in, God is protecting me. God is protecting my child, my children. God is, protect, God is in control. Don't worry. No. The Bible says, don't be ignorant against his, his devices. And I want you to talk again, my brothers. I want to draw some conclusion about these verses. First, protections from the attack of our enemy, even for believers, is not automatic. There is a part for us to play. Okay? God's protection is not automatic. There is a part. If you don't cooperate with God... 
because God established that we are here as the rulers of this this earth as the one who has authority and you need to use this authority amen if God were going to protect or safeguard us from Satan's attacks regardless of what we did this verse would be totally irrelevant to Christians why why my brothers if God protect us not depending on my prayer. Why he said be alert. Vi vigilant. Why? There is no sense. Sorry. There is no sense. This book is not true. If you believe in this way. And also somewhere in our theology. We must find a place for human responsibility. Because some, many people, they have no responsibility, spiritual responsibility that God gave to us. Second, God's plan is to warn and alert us from Satan's tactics. Or God is always giving some alert to us. Don't be ignorant. Because your enemy is around you. Trying to destroy you. Third. We must be alert. Or remain watchful. Or we won't be aware of God's attempts to warn us of Satan's attacks and plans. Because... All God's action in our lives depend how alert we are. Fourth, if we are not alert and watchful, if we are ignorant of Satan's schemes, he will take the big portion. He will gain on us taking advantage of our ignorance. Did you know that you can be destroyed due to your ignorance. Did you know? Did you remember Isaiah chapter 4 verse 6 that we read last week? God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The people, they have been destroyed. Your family, your children, your future can be destroyed. Because your lack of knowledge. And we may not like to admit it. But Satan really has gained a lot of territory in our city. In our family. In our church. And we cannot deny the reality of spiritual conflict. If we do. We act in Daniel. And the results can be disastrous. God is looking for watchmen. Did you know? God is looking for watchmen. Watchmen. And, and I, I told you last week the first uh, example of a failed watchman recorded in the Bible was. Adam. The first failed watchman recorded in the Bible was Adam. <laughs> Why? God told him in Genesis 2.15, keep the garden. Or Adam, Adam was told to protect the garden, watching for attacks from the evil one, the serpent. Okay, Manuel, please. Next. Adam was told to protect the garden, watching for attacks from the evil one, the serpent was told to him and, and I told you you have a garden how is your garden how is your life sorry my brothers I can pray for you but you need to pray for your garden you need to pray for the company where you are working you need to pray for the school where you are studying you need to pray 
for your family, for your relatives. And the first responsibility of a watchman is to keep the serpent out of God-given gardens. And our precious garden are full of demons. Demons. And we need some watchman. Did you know that? Our gardens is full of demons. Our town is full of demons. What are you, what are you doing? Just watching. When you see some, some bad news coming, what do you do? You just look and say, yeah. It's the end of times. <laughs> it's the one thing the people should do. Oh, terrible. When you see someone was assassinated, was raped, or something happened, oh, this is the end of time, just. No, my brothers. We have the responsibility of taking care of our garden. And also many tragedies could have been avoided. Avoided if we had watchmen in alert using their authority to prayer. Many tragedies. Maybe James was not killed. Maybe. If the church was praying for him as they prayed for Peter. Because the Bible don't say the, the church was praying for James and he was killed. But he was, they were praying for Peter. And my brothers, I am here. Please, I am finishing right now. I want to challenge all of you to make the difference. To learn the power of prayer and apply this principle. Let's get the enemy out of our gardens. Amen? Look to the person next to you and say, you need to put the enemy out of your garden. Yes, if say to the person in the back of you, in your back, say, you need to put the enemy out of your garden. Why, my brothers? Because demons, demons tremble at the sound of Jesus' name. Okay? Demons tremble at the sound of Jesus' name. Strongholds are broken when we use the word of God and the name of Jesus Christ. When Jesus rose from death, He said, our authority was given to me. My brothers, just for you to understand this spiritual war. Did you remember when Jesus was tempted in Matthew chapter 4? Did you remember? In Jesus' temptation. Did you remember what happened? What happened in Jesus' temptation? Who came against Jesus? Satan. Okay? And did you remember that Satan said to Jesus, Jesus, look to all this world. I give you all the authority of this world. Did you remember? If you bow down and worship me. <laughs> Satan said, I, Satan said, I will give you all the authority, right? Was Satan saying the truth, the truth, or it was a, a lie? It was true. Because Adam gave the authority to Satan. Amen? Did you get the point? Satan or Adam received the authority from God. He gave to the serpent, Satan. And Satan, before the cross, Satan had all the power. At the, and Jesus' temptation, Satan came and said, Jesus, if you bow down, 
I will give you all authority. All the power of this word I will give you. Jesus, Jesus didn't say you are a liar. Because he had all the authority. But Jesus knew. He had to die to get this authority. He had to give his life to get this authority. And, and he didn't accept that deal with Satan. He said, no, 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 no. Because only God you, you can worship. Only God. And Jesus didn't accept. And what happened? Jesus went to the cross to save you, to save your life, to save you from hell. He gave his life when he rose again, after his resurrection, what he said to the disciples? Our authority was given to me. And Jesus said, I got the key of hell. I have authority right now. I have this authority. Because this authority was given to me now. And then Jesus, what Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, I give you our authority. Go and preach the gospel. Go to all the nations, preach the gospel. I give you this authority again. And now you have this authority, not in yourself. This authority is in my name, Jesus said. Amen, my brothers. What are you going to do with this authority that you have? Keep, keep, I... Please, if you don't pray, things are not going to change. No. Please, don't say to me, to your pastor, don't worry, pastor. God's in control. I hate when people say to me that. Just for you to know, okay? Don't come to me and say, God's in control, pastor. No. Say to me, you can count on me. I'm going to pray. I'm going to join in prayer with you. And God's are going to change. Your, God's are going to move. Don't say to me, oh, God's in control. No, man. There is a lot, there is a, a lot of God's will. But if you do not pray, we are not going to bring God's will to this earth. Amen? Because Jesus said, it's, it's God's will to bring his kingdom. But in order for his kingdom come, you cannot be lazy. You need to pray. If you pray and say, God, send your kingdom to earth. Send your kingdom to Monaghan town. Send your kingdom to County Monaghan. Send your kingdom to Ireland. Bring revival over Ireland. If you pray, you are going to use this authority. And our nation are going to bow down before Jesus. And they are going to follow Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's stand up in Jesus' name. Please, I want to challenge you to change your life of prayer, please. This is the point of this word I am preaching today. You need to wake up for prayer. You need to cry out. My brothers, did you remember when Jesus was in the boat? With his disciples. Did you remember? What came against the disciples and against Jesus? Huh? A storm. Okay? A storm came against the disciples. But what Jesus was sleeping on the cushion. Jesus knew. The disciple was in trouble. Jesus knew. He did something before they cry. No. Jesus was sleeping, quiet. But when the disciples saw they were in trouble, what they did? They went to Jesus and say, Jesus, wake up! Please help us. Help us, Jesus. Because we are going to die. They cry out. When they cry out, 
because they prayed, they asked. <laughs> and because they asked, they prayed. Jesus said, Peace, be still, be still, peace. And the storm calmed down. Why the storm come down? It was because of Jesus' will? No! Because they asked, because they prayed. They said, Jesus, we're going to die. Helps us. I challenge you to have a life of prayer. Why that blind man, Bartimaeus, was healed? Why? Why he was healed? He started praying. He started crying out. And today I see Christians, they don't have, they do not pray. They are in church. They don't say a word in church. They stay quiet, quiet, and waiting for God's will. God's will are not going to come if you do not cry out. Second Chronicle 7, verse 14 says, If my people, if my people, you and me, if that cry out by my name, if we humble ourselves, you need to humble yourselves in God's presence. And some people, they are in church, they don't like even to kneel or to humble themselves before God. Or even at home. Because you like just comfort position for you. But the Bible says, one day, every knee will bow down before Jesus Christ. Every knee. If you don't want to bow down your knees today, one day we are going to bow down before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. One day, everyone, even those who are sinning against God, they don't believe in God today. But one day, they are going to come before Jesus and say, You are the King of Kings, you are the Lord of Lords. Please do now, do today, before it's late. Close your eyes because I want to challenge you to change your life of prayer. You need to cry out, you need to give more of yourself. Today, so much laziness in the people of God. We do not see miracle because we do not ask. James said, You do not, you don't have because you do not ask. Ask, and I will give you. The people of God is lazy people today. And the Bible says if you cry out, He's going to listen to us. And He's going to send angels to your life. Please have a commitment with Him and say, God, I need to change my life of prayer. My brother, if you belong to this church, Salon Church, you need to change your life. Or you can look for another church. Because this church is going to be a passionate church that loves Jesus. I'm going to serve Him faithfully. With a heart full of fire for Jesus Christ. We don't want to look warm. We want to, to have people revived by the Holy Spirit. Pray right now and say, Holy Spirit, awake me. Awake me. Awake me. Awake me. sing here I am with arms open wide you are singing please do what you are singing before the Lord oh Jesus arms open wide 
am yours. You are mine. Whoa. We surrender before you, Jesus. Have your way, have your way, my whole life is yours. I give it all, surrender to your praise, and forever I will pray. Have your way. Have your way, Father, among us. Today we surrender our lives before you. King of kings, Lord of lords. We give ourselves to you, Father, totally, fully. We want to see your will be done in this earth as it is in heaven. We are here to bring your, your kingdom over this nation. Our only desire is to see your name, Jesus, being glorified everywhere. Every Irish people bowing down before you. Every people from all nationalities coming before you and declaring, Jesus is the Lord. And your kingdom, Father, are going to come when we pray. When we pray earnestly, fervently. Father, awake us. Awake your church. Awake your people, Father. You know, there are, there are people here, they do not pray anymore. They just pray for food. When they pray, just. They have no life of prayer. Father, I pray for a transformation of these people. Because there is a condition. You have said, if my people humble, if my people pray, if my people seek my face, if my people turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Hallelujah. You are going to send angels as you did with Peter. You are going to send angels as you did with Daniel. Father, in Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I bless all my brothers and sisters. And I declare, Father, may your kingdom come. In Jesus' name I pray. My brothers, please look at me. I want to finish with that. I, I, I urge you. I urge you. Please. And challenge you to have a life of prayer. Set time for prayer. Set time to have time with God, along with God. Amen. Also, please, I challenge you, pray for this nation. Pray for your family. Pray for your relatives. Pray for your children. Play for co-workers. Play for your classmates. Play. Because the Bible says for us to pray forever, for this nation, for these people. If you pray, God will visit us. If we pray, not the unbelievers. If my people pray, if my people, the one who believes in me, if you pray, if you humble yourself, if you humble yourself, you need to humiliate. You need to go to the floor. You need to bow down. You need to humble yourself. I promise you, we are going to see God's power coming down. You are going to see miracles happening because as as response of our prayers. 
don't blame God. Because many evil things are happening in our country. It's not because of God. It's because of our lack of prayer. Many evil things in our family could be avoided. If you had prayed. God will act. Will move only in response of our prayers. Please come to our prayer meetings in the mornings from 6 a.m. until 8. We are here. Come for praying. To be in our prayer meetings, our Saturday, half seven, we are teaching and praying for our nation. Also come for our period of intercession. From 12 until half one. Before the service. We are praying here. Go and spend five minutes. Just praying there. Before service. Come earlier. And also have a time of prayer at home. And pray at all time. Going to work. When you are working. When you are walking, when you are driving, with all prayers, amen? All prayers. Praying for the people who are sick, pray for the people in your school, pray for the people in your job. And we are going to see the kingdom of God coming upon us, amen? God bless you. Give a hug in the person next to you. And say to him, change your life of prayer. Because God is counting on you. God is looking for a watchman, watchwoman. Be alert. <laughs>